Wow, we are on day 88 and the end of season one of us walking through Sarah Young's Jesus Always devotional. Have you had a great time in the Word? I surely have. So, on April 8th, day 88, what is the Lord saying? Hmm, always be prepared. I know sometimes it's hard to prepare with our schedules and different things, but God said always be prepared. But what is he talking about preparing for? Let's talk about that. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you the reason for the hope you have. Hmm. It is easier to obey this command when you're well rested and your life is flowing smoothly. It's quite another matter when you're feeling exhausted and frazzled. Yet this may be the time when your hopeful answer will make the greatest impact. So make it your goal to be prepared always. You also need to be ready to answer everyone who asks you the reason for your hopefulness. It is tempting to judge some people as poor candidates for learning about me and what I mean to you. But only I know their hearts and the plans I have for them. Essential preparation for giving a good answer is living in awareness of my presence, trusting me fully as your hope. This will steady you as you deal with the frequent ups and downs of your life. Whenever you're struggling, encourage yourself by pondering truths of the gospel and by gazing at me, your glorious hope. The Lord said you have no excuse. You should always be ready to receive someone, even if they don't look like you, talk like you, act like you. If they got too many tattoos, if their hair is a little too modern, if they're dressed a little bit untactful, be prepared to share the will and word of God with them. He said... There's no excuse. You should always practice sharing your hopefulness with others so that they can find hope in me. Mm-mm-mm. He said, gaze at me and ponder my truth. So our scripture reference today is going to be 1 Peter 3.15. Romans 5 and 5, and the suggestion is the New American Translation Bible, um, Standard Bible, excuse me, and Psalms 27 and 4. I believe we've visited Psalms 27 and 4 quite a bit, but the first scripture we're going to break down is 1 Peter 3 and 15. We had 1 Peter. 3 and 15. So I'm going to read the first verses of 3 to 18. Because as always, I read from my message Bible. If your heart and soul, if with your heart and soul, sorry, you're doing good, 
Do you think you can be stopped? Even if you suffer for it, you're still better off. Don't give the opposition a second thought. Through thick and thin, keep your heart at attention. In adoration before Christ, your master, be ready. This is the speak. Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are, and always with the utmost courtesy. Keep a clear conscience before God, so that when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. So the focus is be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you are living the way you are living and always with the utmost courtesy. Someone says, why are you so happy? Why do you have so much faith? Why are you standing for that so tough? Because I know a God that moves mountains. Do you want to know him? Do you not only want to know him, do you want to be able to talk to him and, and feel him and believe in him and see him move in your own life? Let me show you how that's happening. Let me show you how that's done. Doesn't matter if they have a mohawk or a hickey on their neck. That's none of your business. Just know God knows their heart. And there's so many people that are so holier than thou that they will skip over people who truly do have the heart of God. Because of what they look like, what they sound like, what they dress like. They don't give people enough room to grow. Don't be that person. The next scripture is Romans 5 and 5. Hmm. Interesting. Romans 5 and 5. Again, mine is reading from 3 to 5. Let's see where we go from here. There's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when he's hemmed in with troubles. Because we know how... I'm sorry, even when we're hemmed in with troubles, because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempted still of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. In alert expectancies such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my goodness. Amen. That spoke to me if it didn't speak to you. It spoke to something I'm going through. It spoke to it. It said, be on alert and expectancy because you can't round up what God is going to do for you. You don't have enough baskets and 
and, and, and jars and anything to fill up, to receive him filling up everything he's going to do for you. You don't have enough. Wow. Praise God. And the last scripture is, again, Psalms 27 and 4. Praise God. I'm asking God for one thing, only one thing, to live within him in his house my whole life long. I'll contemplate his beauty. I'll study at his feet. I'm asking God for one thing, to live within me. To allow home to rest in me, his home, his Holy Spirit, his all-knowing, his secrets. Okay, my neighbors are quite active today. To live with him. To contemplate mm, his beauty. We've been over that. I'll study at his feet. In order for me to get there, I need to study the word. I need to sit at his feet. That means to sit in quiet stillness with the Lord, giving him opportunity to talk to us and no one else. Through his scripture, through silence, because he's going to talk. Like I said, this is a reciprocated relationship. It's not a one-way street relationship. You don't never have to worry about God treating you any kind of way. No, he's going to treat you right. So with that said, that is the scripture breakdown today. I hope you enjoyed it. So we have one word to define today. And prepared. No, we're going to do uh, essential and prepared. Yeah, it looks like an exhausted. Essential, prepared, and exhausted. I'll do frazzled as well. Those three. So, essential says... Actually, let's start with prepare because it's at the top. So, always be prepared. Always make ready or able to do or deal with something. Or always make ready for use or consideration. There you go. Always make use for, okay, always make ready for use or consideration your answer to everyone, I'm sorry, your answer to everyone who is asking, what is your reason for hope? 
exhausted. So for someone to be exhausted is, it says, it's quite another matter when you're feeling exhausted or you're feeling drained of one's physical or mental resources and very tired, frazzled. So to be frazzled is just like being exhausted, except for it says showing the effects of exhaustion or strain. So it says when you're feeling like you've lost your mental resources and showing and you show the effects of exhaustion or strain. So he said it's quite another matter when you're feeling like you're out of mental resources and you're exhausted and strained. This may be the only time that you be able to talk to that person. And essential, essential. Is something being essential is of great importance and necessary. Make sure I got that right. Absolutely necessary and extremely important. Essential. So it's absolutely necessary and extremely important. Preparation is given for a good answer. And why you are living in awareness of God's presence. Wow. Praise God. That is the word to find today. Well, as we're saying so long to season one of Walking Through Sarah Young's Jesus Always Devotionals, here is where this last session, this last episode of season one, I invite someone who was touched by this message to give their lives to Christ, to walk in preparation of everything he has for them including conversations that they will have with strangers to make him known, make his ho mm, their hopefulness in him known, their love and their strength and their faith in him known. Make it known to those that don't even look like them. Make it known to people that naturally wouldn't hear about him unless they ran into you. Yes, you, the one that's listening right now, the one whose heart is pierced by this very message. Hallelujah to God for you, for walking along the right path as of this day, accepting him as your Lord and Savior, asking him to be all he can be to you. Let's get started. Father, show me how to prepare for those interactions and encounters that I will have with others as I'm coming into faith and coming into your family. God, encourage me 
through your ways of living so that I can encourage others and show them how to have hope, how to walk in joy, righteousness, and peace on a daily basis, how to put their armor on for the Lord, their helmet of salvation, their breastplate of righteousness, their belt of truth, their shield of faith, their sword of the Spirit, and their shoes of peace. But I can't do that unless I'm with you. So take me in today. Father, I'm a sinner, but I know who you are. You're the one that gave your life up for me. You're the one that rose after being dead for three days. And you're the one that's living, and I want to live with you. Have your way. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me. Thank you, Jesus, for pulling my heartstrings today. Thank you for thinking about me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for this chance. In Jesus' name, amen. So long, season one. We'll have a beautiful reading tomorrow. With new background music and new messages. Blessings. And as always, I say, go in peace.